You're about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshuba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. This morning I have an awesome task, I'm not sure how fast I will go, but I want to continue on this subject matter which I call building with joy. Building with what? Joy. Building with joy. Over the last week... Uh, a week before we had a guest, guest minister in church uh, last week we had our family relationship built to unite uh, uh, session and it was what, what a great what a great weekend wasn't it not a great weekend it was a great weekend um, but I'm piggybacking on that uh, and, and I want to stay there for a while because I do understand that many people are building their lives but they're not building their lives with joy with joy someone say joy. joy and this is going to take us a while i'm going to deal with depression deal with discouragement next week deal with all that so that we'll have enough energy and enough power to be able to build with joy so i'm going to use this uh, nehemiah chapter 4 i want to read from verse 1 to 23 but i'm not sure i'm not going to be able to read the whole lot so i will just read bits and pieces of it so you can get the picture uh, of uh, what we are, what what we're, what we're doing here. So in Nehemiah uh, chapter four, please go there with me. Nehemiah chapter four. Amen. And I would use the New King James version. But it so happened when Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, that he was furious and very indignant and mocked the Jews. So he was angry that someone was building. If you think everybody is happy with what you're doing, have a reality check. <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying? If you feel that everyone is not happy with what you're doing, mm, you may be fooled. Oh, come and rejoice with me. Uh, I've just had a baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, hello. I, I'm now engaged. Uh, oh, I've just bought a new property. My husband and I, or my fiance and I, we've just bought a new property. We want to welcome you to our, our housewarming. Yeah, we're coming. Uh, he was indignant and mocked the Jews. Mocked the Jews. Welcome, everyone, to the day of mocking. They mocked them. And he spoke before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said... What are these feeble Jews doing? What are you doing? Will they fortify themselves? Will they actually build the property? Do they think they're going to have a happy marriage? Are you really sure this is the will of God for your life? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in a day? Will they revive the stones from the heap of rubbish? Stones that are burnt. Are you sure you're going to have a great marriage, a great life? Because your father didn't have, your mother didn't have, and you're just like them. Mocked you. Now Tobiah the Ammonite was beside him and he says, 
Whatever they build, even if a fox goes up on it, he will break down the stone walls. Hear, O God, for we are despised. Turn their reproach on their own head and give them as a plunder to a land of captivity. Do not cover their iniquity and do not let their sins be blotted out from before you. For they have provoked you to anger before the what? Builders. So we built the wall. And the entire wall was joined together up to half. Half its height. For the people had a mind to what? Work. But now it happened when Sambalads, Tobias and the, and the Arabs and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were being restored and the gaps were beginning to be closed that they were, became very angry and all of them conspired together to come and attack Jerusalem and create confusion nevertheless we made our prayer to our God and because of them we set a watch against them day and night but pay, pay attention to verse 10 then Judah said, the strength of the laborers is failing. And there's so much rubbish that we are not able to build the wall. The strength of the laborers is failing. And there's so much rubbish that we are not able to build the wall. And in the book of Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10, the Amplified, Then Ezra said to them, Go your way, eat the rich festival food, drink the sweet drink, and send portions to him from whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy unto the Lord. And do not be worried, for the joy of the Lord is your strength and your what? Stronghold. Another version says, don't be sad, because the joy you have in the Lord is your strength. Father, as we go into your word, I banish heaviness, banish sorrow, and declare joy over the lives of your people in this season. As we go into this month and go into next month, with joy to build, to pursue, to overtake, and to recover all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I've got a very uh, big task this morning because I've got a short time. I don't want to keep you here for too long. Ladies and gentlemen, the primary call of every human being and Christian is to be a builder. You are called to be a builder. Help me preach to someone beside you and tap them. Say, you are a builder. Oh, that person didn't believe you because there's nothing really going wrong right in their life. Tap them again and gently say, by the word of God, you are a builder. Don't let me come and point you out. You know I can come there and say you didn't do anything. Tap someone else and say, you are a builder. Everyone is called to build. Everyone is called to build. The, the, the first thing that introduces us to God in the book of Genesis was that he was a builder. God was a builder. He was a creator. Then uh, when he wanted to introduce man 
in, the, in Genesis chapter 1 26 then God said to us let us make man in our image and according to our likeness so when God wanted to create man he says I want to create man sorry as a creator as a builder and then when God created man the first thing he did he threw him into the garden of Eden and when he threw him to the garden of Eden the, 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 the Bible says God said to man tend the garden take care of it reproduce it be fruitful multiply replenish it so God was saying I want you to continue to build and then you could see as we go through into the book of Genesis you found out that there was a time uh, I think in Genesis chapter 10 or chapter 11 that the people came together and said we want to build a tower they were builders you see that instinct of building was in them we want to build a tower that will reach heaven that will touch God. We don't want to talk to God from up there, down there. We just want to, when we want to go, we want to go. So you can find out that all this space program they're doing. It was done before in the Bible. They got the idea from there. And they're using technology. These guys were about to build. And you know what? They would have done it. Because God says, this thing these guys are about to do, uh, they will complete it. Uh, let's find a way to cause confusion. So they were built. God knew the kind of DNA he put into their lives. Their lives were builder. There's a builder. And everyone here is called to be a builder. You're called to be a builder. That's why when things are not going right in your life or when you're trying to do something and it doesn't go right, you feel depressed. Because you're called to build. You're not called to be stagnant. You're not called to stay still in one place. You're called to multiply. You're called to go forward. If you don't go forward, you feel caged. If you don't go forward, you feel held back. Every time, for those who are builders, they're thinkers, they're creative. They're thinking of what is the next thing we should do? What can we make it? How can we improve it? How can we, how can we make it better? Why? Because you're builders. Builders are, are people that try to make things better, move things forward. But everyone sitting down here is a builder. And that's the reason why you're, when you're born, you're built. You're, you're, you're destined to move forward. You're destined to probably go to school. You're destined to finish your education. The next thing your parents will be saying is, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? Uh, pastor, speak to my son. Speak to my daughter. I haven't seen stuff coming near them. I haven't seen wife or husband potential. You understand? All that comes upon the pastor. As if I am the provider of spouses. Uh, 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 because, they, because they feel what they're saying is it's time to build your own life we want to see grandchildren we want to see a husband we want to see a wife we want to see your own family because instinctively we're called to do what? build you're called to be a builder and if you're not building anything in your life that means you are going against the trend of your DNA you're called to build some of us are building a career some of us are building a home some of us are building children are you following what I'm saying and, 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 and can I say this nowhere near my notes Jesus got me to focus this morning uh, I, I need to encourage some parents right now because don't think you're wasting your time many parents they educate their children because they say I need to do something for myself maybe your calling is to build someone who would do something for you you have no idea you, you, you quickly abdicate you quickly say I'm busy you quickly are thinking of yourself 
My son came to me yesterday and I'm talking to him. He says, he says, Dad, can we go and play cricket? I said, Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, like, you can't hear me. I, mean, well, I don't even know how to count the scores, man. I mean, when did cricket start? You understand? Know, and I'm like, Oh, all right, okay. Uh, I'm going out, but when I come back, uh, we'll play cricket. I had no intentions of going to play cricket at all. But as I was coming back, I said, God, let me come back. Let me go and study. He said, study what? I said, we have a service tomorrow. He says, yeah, but that's your child. That's who I want you to build. So I got home. Oh, Jay, let's go to the, to the glass center, to, to the playground. Picked up the bat, picked up the ball. Walked in as if they're going to kill me there. And got there. And then we played for two hours there. And it was wonderful. And I started to remember that, yeah, but even in my life, I still can't remember any gift my dad gave me, but I could remember the time. And I saw him getting better in his swing. I saw him getting better in his back. That means when he gets to school, he will stand a bit higher than being ridiculed by all his other friends. Like he can't bat, he can't bow. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? Because we just built something into his life. And when everyone starts to hail him, he'll be thinking, my dad taught me that. Everyone here is building something. Everyone is building. You're building something. The problem is, we sometimes don't know what to build, when to build, and who to build with. But everyone is building something. Everyone is building. Right now, as you're sitting, you're building. You're building. And from the above scriptures, we, we can see, and this is why I want to encourage us this morning, we can see that a man called Nehemiah. Now, Nehemiah, he had God. To build the walls of Jerusalem. I hope this will help someone this morning. He had God to build the walls of Jerusalem. He found favor with the king. The king wrote a letter with him. He gave him all the amenities and most of the things he needed to build. He looked for people, spoke to them. They came around him to build. But yet, in the process of him building, he, he met discouragement. So is God telling you to do what you're doing? Yes. But so why am I facing difficulty? Because God wants you to continue to build. Because when you build on a rock, it sometimes is slow, steady, laborious, and it needs hard work. So uh, many of us, what we tend to do, and this is what I talk, uh, talk about, these are sand builders. Those who build temporarily, look at the weather, oh, it's not conducive anymore, we disappear. They're not faithful. And I, I was amazed that when Pastor Kofi was preaching the other day, I was talking about conviction. They have no conviction. Because although God said, stay there, but they're no more staying there because they're trying to find out from everybody else why God should say they shouldn't stay there. They shouldn't continue to build. And God gave Nehemiah a vision. God brought people around him. God set up a king to help him. But yet, he found people who mocked him, ridiculed him, and even the people who were building with him, they became tired because there was so much rubble. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They were tired. They were tired. The people were just tired. So now, if it happened to Nehemiah in the Bible, we can find out that 
In the process of building, we will face difficulty. Many of us, after the conference, we went back into our homes. You understand? We sat down with our wives and our husbands, our fiancés, our girlfriends, our friends, and all that kind of stuff. And it still looked like things haven't changed. And I said, eh? I've tried. Hello? Try what? Nobody promised you that things are going to flip around. We promise you that if you keep digging, you will hit gold. We promise you that if you keep knocking on that rock, it will split. We promise you that those who don't give up are those who make progress. Nothing's just going to happen in one day. Not one hell or high will sort out your issues. In fact, what has been going on for years in your family, we're not saying that now there's a magic wand and more. Even magic is an illusion. I'm not sure. I heard the person who won the British got talent. Is he? What was it? The magician. You've just spoiled it for me because I haven't watched it. Was it the magician? Oh, nobody knows. Oh, good. So you are reading your Bible. Hopefully. <laughs> Even it's an illusion. Are you following what I'm there, There's no quick fix. There is dedication hearing the voice of God. Knowing what to do. No asking God, God, should I do this or should I not do it? But as we can see through the scriptures, we found out that this great man of God called Nehemiah, he found there were issues. He was discouraged. Now listen to me. You can write this down. The most deceiving things the enemy throws our way is that we should be happy when building. And when you are not happy when building, something is wrong with the building or what you're building. Let me repeat this. The most deceiving thing that the enemy throws our way is that we should be happy when building. And when you're not, then something is wrong. That is a lie from the enemy. When you're building on the rock, you're not going to be happy, but you should be joyful. There's a big difference. There's a difference between happiness and joy. The Greek word of joy in Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 as of the, one of the, well, it's the fruit of the spirit. Uh, that word is called kara. Joy in there is called kara. You understand? Translated K-H-A-A-R-A. Uh, and if you look at most of these uh, 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 commentaries, especially Vines, Vines Expository Dictionary uh, of the New Testament, we see that that word joy actually means gladness. Gladness. Someone say gladness. gladness. Now, listen to me. It also has the word connoted to it as rejoice. The gladness is also interpreted as rejoice, be glad. So if we compare, and the most authentic Bible is the Greek. If we compare this to the Greek root word of joy, which is called rejoice, we can clearly see a better translation would not be happiness, but it would be joy. 
And the word joy, when you talk about the word joy in rejoicing and gladness, it actually means appreciation. It means thanksgiving. It means rejoicing. Or more accurately, a combination of this word will be rejoicefulness. Joyfulness, rejoice. Rejoicefulness. Permit that word if there's a word like that. It means rejoicefulness. Essentially, it means that the fruit of the Spirit called joy means rejoicing. Did you get that? I'm going somewhere with this. And I know some of you are quickly bored when it comes to deep things. So, wake up. <laughs> because you need to be taught. So, you hear rejoicing. Rejoicing. So, I am not building with happiness. I'm building with joy. Rejoicing and the rejoicing means I have an appreciation. I'm going so. Are you getting all that? Uh, that the, the salad of words I'm massaging together. Okay. Now let me prepare. The, let me give you the meal now. Uh, the Bible mentioned the word joy 330 times, but only mentioned happiness 26 times. 330 times the Bible mentioned joy and only 26 times did he mention happiness so why did he say that because happiness actually depends on what happens to you so if all the circumstances were right then you're happy but joy comes from the inside are you hearing what I'm saying Happiness comes from the word happenstance, which gets the word from circumstance. I've said this before in church. Uh, it, it, it depends on hap happenings. Joy is internal. Happiness is external. Joy is internal. Because joy means rejoicing. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? Now, you are happy when you go to Disneyland. You leave and you lose your happiness. Mm -hmm. I mean, has anyone been to happiness? Uh, sorry. Has anyone been to Disneyland before? When you get there, the first thing you see is called the place of happy people. Mm -hmm. So when you get there, ooh, I love this. You go on the right. Uh, what was it called? Water. What's that water ride in, in Disney called? Aquatica. You go to Aquatica, I know Aquatica because my son loves to live there. You said, I've got nothing else but Aquatica, Aquatica. Everyone is nice, everyone is joyful. In fact, people will buy you uh, a Coke or a drink. Everyone's happy and all that. You, you, you. Yes, if you've not been there, pray to go there. Uh, everyone's happy. 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 I'm yet to be there and find a sad person. They're in the wrong place. But as soon as you leave there, Something else happens. Oh, 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 okay. Let's not use Disney. Let's use a holiday. How many of you have been on holiday before? Hmm? Like you find yourself somewhere in the Caribbean, drinking a pina colada, sitting at the on the beach, just lying down. The sun comes down. You, you, the sunglasses you've not put on for ages that you bought in Harrods, you now have an opportunity to put it on. No one is around, so you're in your bikini. Ah. Uh, 
uh, and the guy's walking around. Now, look, the whole argument sees while he's there. You're reading a book, book you've never read before, uh, and he's also lying there. And then he goes into the pool and he just messes up the water because he doesn't know how to swim. Uh, uh, and so you're all there, and everything. They, they, everyone's nice your husband suddenly looks nice the wife suddenly looks beautiful and this is the time where there's no makeup but the place itself just speaks for itself oh god honey i love you i love you I don't, don't do. and then after seven days it's time to go the argument starts from where you have to park to get to the airport Seven days of mm, Sunday becomes seven days of shouting. And then as you get down, get onto the plane, you suddenly get to the airport. And they say, Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Ty, how are you? Okay, welcome. Oh, I'm sorry, we've got to mess up with your seat. We just want to bump you up to business class or first class. Argument cease. You sit together. You now hold each hand. What do you want? Champagne. What do you want? This. You're drinking and everything is fine. For eight hours. The Lord has been good to you. You knew God favored you. Why out, out of everyone else? You got to the airport and they decided to upgrade you. You? God is good. I knew this God was in there. And then suddenly. They say. We're now approaching Heathrow airport the temperature is six degrees it's <laughs> a bit foggy and there's some rain all over the place but very no kind of situation we should land in the next 30 minutes so please put up your seat belt well your seat belts and you're thinking six degrees and immediately sadness comes in now, now you remember your home now you remember your boss you're going to meet the following day and everything seems to evaporize or evaporates just in that six degrees announcement because everything was based on happiness outside Joy is constant whether you are in Barbados or you're in Brixton. <laughs> Joy is constant. Throw me into Barbados, there's joy. Throw me into the middle of Brixton, there's joy. I am not schizophrenic that I am happy you can't, not in Brixton I'm not scared that I'm happy in Barbados but then when I get to Brixton I'm sad I'm happy in a hotel that many people have slept on that bed by the way you have no mm. and then I suddenly get home and then I look at my house and say is this what my life has come to why because when you talk about joy called appreciation and gladness 
you are just happy that you are alive. You're just happy that you can trans or you can transcend between two countries at the same time while somebody is sick on the bed in a hospital your age, your time. They didn't do anything different from what you have done, but you know what God's grace has been on your life. That is what is called appreciation. You are even happy enough that they can let you down on a building you are about to buy and someone beat you. The fact that you have eyes that can see, ears that can hear, hands that can move, says I thank God because I know all things are working together for my joy, for my good. That is what is called internal, not external. Happy when I have a child. Happy when I don't. Joyful when I have a child. Joyful when I don't. Joyful when he comes first and joyful when he doesn't really make it. Because you're trying to tell the child it is what is on the inside of you that counts. Not what happens to the external of you. Because people who are on the outside will mock what you're building. And if you look at what people are mocking, you won't build with joy. You will build with happiness. And therefore you get tired when there's rubbles all around because your building was conditional. Your career was conditional. If everybody claps for you, you stand well, oh, I'm there. And if everyone just passes you by, oh God, what is happening? Mm, I think they don't appreciate my gift in this church. Which gift? The church is not supposed to make you happy. Ah, hello? Why is the man supposed to make you joyful? If some of you are sitting down and you're looking, and let's see if this someone will make me feel good. I'm not here to make you. Ah, your husband couldn't make you feel good. You want me to make you feel good? Ah, hello. Why? Why? Why is the church picking up the responsibility of what you're supposed to do? The church is supposed to teach you to teach yourself, teach your family, teach your life, make it grow. But don't put the responsibility of your life upon the church or even upon your spouse or your friends. If they invited you for dinner, be glad, be, be rejoice. If they didn't invite you, take yourself out to dinner. What's the matter with you? I heard you. I had a birthday party, and many people didn't attend. Why did you have it? <laughs> I spent money. Didn't know how much. Money. Who, who told you? Like from where my, where my dad comes from, who sent you? Be joyful. You invited Facebook. You didn't invite. What did Pastor Kofi say? He said they're friends. Yeah, you invited acquaintances. Mm-hmm. And you built your entire joy of the day based on people. In fact, some of you, you're having your birthday. You're not doing anything, but you're sitting by the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's going to call? Who's going to call? Who's going to call? One person that called you and prayed for you is not enough. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And in fact, do you realize that 60 people can call you and you're still not happy? Because that one person didn't call you. Do you know God is testing you? He put the spirit of forgetfulness on that person to see if he is the ultimate in your life or a phone call because they didn't call you on your birthday you fell apart is there something wrong with you are you building your life according to a phone call or you're building your life according to the phone calls of heaven that's why we just capitulate 
When we're building our lives because people are mocking us. And unfortunately, you now pick up the phone. Hey, you didn't call me on my birthday. And then the next thing you get, so? And that itself has now finished. You're finished. You're finished. So is this what our friendship is all about? Okay, fine. You start from there, not talking to the person, and then you leave church. Because you see them in church. You see, you truncate your entire destiny on this on a phone call <laughs> I wanted to say silly <laughs> I don't have to lose my joy based on circumstances we're building our lives not based on circumstances you remember that Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says we know that all things work we know that in all things God works for good for those who love him and are called according to his proper purpose so joy is an essential practice joy is an essential spiritual practice growing out of faith growing out of grace going out of gratitude going out of hope and going out of love joy is just a pure delight that I'm alive joy is not dependent upon happiness God's joy abides at all times even in the most difficult times joy does not come from a church joy does not come from a church I've seen people change churches and it's just a matter of time joy does not come from Facebook joy does not come from Instagram I've seen people who have 28 million followers but are still depressed it doesn't come from there. And, 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 and you know <laughs> I've been on um, Instagram for no not Instagram Twitter for a long time I've just barely hit 300 one day I was kind of ah, but I now found out that all the tweet that comes in is okay by the time you hit 1 million you know someone will send you an email or a tweet one day you're a fool we don't like what you are wearing in fact mm, you, 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 you need to change this and change that I've seen someone who was, who was a presenter and every single Saturday they're sending a bad tweet to her now she's gone, she's gone to lose weight she's gone to do body, body image body all that kind of stuff after you've done that and you think everything is perfect then another one hits you on Monday you start from the toe to the leg to the nails to the mouth to the hair after a while you get frustrated because your life does not depend on the people around you you actually can I say this your life doesn't even depend on who you marry if you were not a joy before you got married you won't be a joy when you're married we're looking for people to 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 uh, we're looking for people to confirm us instead of looking to heaven to confirm us that's why we will serve God only when we are happy and God is like you can't be my soldier because when Jesus was talking he says carry your cross and follow me he didn't say he didn't say come to me when everything is fine Jesus didn't die on the cross happy <laughs> see me they nailed it <laughs> one day <laughs> oh you know that I healed you now 
ah, I'm just happy that you're nailing me. Come on, give me a break. In fact, he had to say, for the joy that was set before me, I endured the cross. Endured, endured, not enjoyed. They put you in a position that you just want everyone to be your friend. Eh? Oh, there's no one who makes a success with everyone being their friends. You don't know. Even the world, they're not, they don't become successful. Recently, I've been watching a, a series called Billions. Oh, Jesus had to help them. No, no. The more successful you become, the more devils you meet. They become higher. You started from a foot soldier. By the time you go higher, you're meeting a general. If you're a general, you meet a general. And when general meets general, ah, when two elephants fight, the grass will suffer. The j- <laughs> Joy is a state of mind. It's not a place where you are. Joy is a state of mind. I enjoyed when I was living in a two-bedroom house. Two-bedroom. Where we have to share the toilet. We're very afraid when visitors come. Because when visitors come, there's only one toilet and one bathroom in the same place. Modern day stuff has messed a lot of things up. Because before you have separate toilets, separate bathrooms. Now just think of don't be too creative in what I'm about to say, but just follow me a bit. Now, you're walking into a toilet where there's toilet and bath together, and someone has just finished there using the toilet, and you want to take a bath, so you're going to be there for a long time. And where we were living, there wasn't really an outlet. It wasn't like you can open a window. That's even good. We can manage that. The problem is, if someone is in there and you want to use the toilet, then you know how to, how to do praise and worship. You understand? You know how to. They tell you jump in church. You don't jump in church. Many. I hope you understand what I'm saying. You're busting and then you're jumping. You're busting and jumping. You're busting and, and you're like, have you finished? Have you finished? The one in the toilet knows you're busting. He's trying hard to finish, but nothing is coming. And all you could say is that I hate this house because there's no joy. Do you know there's some people who don't have a house? Some people who can't sleep. And some people who have a 16 bedroom house but don't sleep at night. Because it's not the place, it's the mind. God wants to give us joy this morning. Joy. We think life must be perfect for us to be happy. If I could just change my situation, life would be great. If I could just get rid of my problems. But there's no such things as a problem-free life. If you're going to learn to be happy and joyful, you must learn to be joyful in the situation, in the problem, in the experiences of life. Joy is not found in what you have, but is found in who you are. They're just some people you just see them every say, How are you fine? How are you fine? How are you fine? How are you fine? Even Donkey Dog is more happy than you. You five, you you kick everyone out, kick the dog, kick the rat, kick the everyone's running from you. At work, you don't you, people don't love me at work. They, they, they go out with their friends, but because I'm a Christian, shut it. Because you're a Christian, that's why they you should they should take you out. 
What's the matter with you? There's some people in church that have brought their friends and family into church because they are Christians. Muslims came to someone who was celebrating her 40th and she brought the entire office here. If she wasn't good, they ain't coming. Come on. As if God, when God created me, just dumped me. Hey, pastor, what should I No, I walked in the secular for a long time. In fact, I walked in the secular more than I'm walking right now here. And there ain't nowhere I've been that they go out to dinner without inviting me. I, I bring joy. There's always a smile on my face. I didn't say everyone was nice, but a smile will kill you. I always am happy because the fact that God even gave me a job. Oh, Spirit of God, just lay this on my. Can I say this to you? Some of you young ones, you don't want to work for anyone. In Dobohosha. Some of you are working right now and you're upset. Let me tell you this. Do you know that the job you're going to is a seed for where you're going? I didn't say you will stay there for ever but i'm saying even if it's there for you to even get on the property ladder so that when they look at your income they see there's a source of income god just brought you there for that to be a seed to where you're going uh, and, and, and while it's a seed to where you're going the devil will come and mock you there the devil will come and try to destroy you from getting there and you're about to even get to in the next level. you're about to even buy a property and then one boss comes one friend comes one person comes and they make you upset you have had enough I will resign you didn't realize that that one decision is not because of you it's because of where you're going and you can't stay there long enough to get to the next level and then you leave you say what are the business which business even building a business has its downtime. So you only hear me what I'm saying. How many young people, how many young when I say 30, two downwards, drive a car in this church? Stand up. Bring out your keys. I need to pray. Your car keys. This is your car keys. What, what's wrong? Stand up, stand up. Give me an orphan basket. <laughs> you know your keys? Go dangle your keys. If you believe, dangle your keys. Dangle your keys. You know your keys. Uh, drop your key. Drop your key. <laughs> key, key, key. There's a lot of vents here. Key. Maybe I should stop here. Let me just stop here. Now, Funch, Funch, in front. Uh, where's yours? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's new, you know. Uh, uh, Funch, uh, you're even enthusiastic. God bless you. Really good. I love people when they sew. Sit down. You're there. You got a photo. Now, after the service. I'm going to go out to each of these cars. We'll open the car. You'll take a photograph of how it looks inside. You take... You take a... 
you take a photograph of the plate number the person standing beside the car and then inside and then next week Sunday we'll now put it up here so we can see how the inside do you know your environment will dictate to you what is happening on the inside you sit in people's car and you have to do this after the service to God be the glory leave it here I just want to see each one of you so as I'm going out once I lift this up whose keys this stand up follow me we'll go to car open it I just want to pray if I decide not to pray over your car it's because what is emanating from your car the reason why you're not taking care of that house you're in is because you have no joy in your heart the reason why you're dirty is because there's no joy in your heart because you must ask yourself how I live is a true reflection of who I am is anyone hearing what I'm saying? Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm going to give it back to them because some of you are sitting upstairs and say, Thank God I came late to church. <laughs> Let me close by saying this. I haven't even reached anywhere. Can you give me my. Do you know this is a pillow? Hmm? Hmm. Depression is when something heavy sits on it. This is you. Something is sitting on your building. But then you hit discouragement. You hit people talking about you. People making fun about you. However, people not even saying anything. You're still depressed. And it sits on you. It sits on you like this. It sits on you. It sits on you. The joy that comes from God, not from things around you. After they finish sitting on you, after that failure, after that difficulty, after that that obstruction, after that rubble, after that person left you because you refused to compromise, after that whole difficult situation has come, and they get up. Look, 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 look. Do you realize that what was flat has started to come back up? Because what the strength of it bouncing back is not what sat on it, it is what is inside it. You can never bounce back based on what is sitting on you. You bounce back by what is in you. Go home and start to say the joy of the Lord is my strength. It gives me the ability to bounce back. I may not have finished my message this morning. But if you're going home with anything, go home knowing fully joy is appreciation. On the inside. Source from God. On the inside. You know you can't fail. Even if you fall. The Bible says he will still raise you up. Because this pillow. 
will never distort until what is in it becomes flat if what is in it is not flat it will bounce back up it will reshape itself it will still be useful and God told me to send someone this morning you are still useful because what is on the outside can't kill you it's what is on the inside that is about to make you you are bigger than what is around you actually you make what is around you not what is around you that makes you the clothes you wear doesn't make you you make the clothes you've never seen uh, on, in, in, in a, on a fashion uh, uh, w- one way uh, uh, you've never seen uh, a lifeless dummy just walking they, or, or they, put, they picked up the clothes and they, and they just walked like this this is the clothes this is the clothes have you seen that before before have you seen that before mm-hmm. You, you create the clothes, you look at it, oh, this is wonderful, oh, woo-hoo. this is good, I'm going to showcase it. So, 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 so you take off the jacket, and then you, this jacket is nice. No, somebody has to wear the creation. The jacket does not make me. That's why if I'm going to put someone in this jacket, they must be at least my size. <laughs> right? That's why when Ufoma is doing her fashion show, she cherry picks. Not everyone that comes to her says, God told me to be one of your fashion. She, I, I know, but God also is speaking to me. No, they cherry pick the best people who can wear it don't be angry as you go up people will come to you and say can uh, can you please wear my design free of charge not because this design was good but it's the person who wears it hey hey are you following what i'm saying uh helen Mirren, i was listening to her she said 80 percent of the dress she wears she has to return back she's only got 20 percent of them because she is a walking model not the dress you make the dress the dress doesn't make you you make your life people don't make you you wear the cloth cloth of favor and favor will find a way for you you wear the cloak of god's spirit and that spirit will make a way for you it what david didn't defeat goliath by his strength he defeated it by what was in him go this week and let god be on the inside of you and everywhere you go even if you fall you will still reshape and bounce back again did you get anything from me this morning you believe in shouting, amen. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk. Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939. You can find us at the Citadel Worship Tabernacle. 131 St. John's Way, N19, 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.